0: Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way. Morning Briefing Live. I'm Tony Haggerty, a Haggerty Ten Twitter handle. You all know that by now. And I'm joined today once again by Sean Martin at Sean Martin TCW. Good morning,
1: Sean. How are we Tony? Calm down a wee bit fierce, you bit for yesterday. I've calmed down, yeah, I'm all right now, man. <laughs> morning, Frank. How are we doing?
0: How are you? Hope you're well. Anyway, I'll just direct your attention to the ticker tape running along the bottom. First and foremost, you know what I'm going to say. Subscribe to The Celtic Way and support top quality journalism covering the club you love. It's only a pound for two months of full access to everything that we do on the pod. You've got access to all the wonderful writing on there by hitting a button. Join us www.celticway.co.uk forward
1: slash subscribe a bargain, if ever there was one, Sean? <laughs> I think so, Tori. I think so. Aye. Maybe not as much of a bargain as £6 to get the Madrid trip as Leslie, who <laughs> will be watching, will be testifying. About... Yes,
0: yep. well done, Leslie, again. We congratulate you on winning that fabulous prize. Now, today, we might do a, a bit of talking, Sean, but we ain't going to be stars today. We're we'll <laughs> throwing it open to you guys. You guys are the stars. Yes, that includes you, Frank, Beach Boys, all the troops get your questions coming in for myself and Sean, we'll endeavor to answer them as honestly as possible. And uh, yeah, you're going to set the agenda today. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday, October the 27th. We're throwing it open to you guys to get what you want answered in the comment section. Sean will decipher which ones are, we can answer, Sean. You know, because sometimes, as I've said before, can you put four gallon and two gallon heads? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's uh, it's, it's all there for you But yeah, give us your question guys And we'll endeavour to answer them about Celtic Anything eating away at you after Wednesday night, or as Sean says Like myself, you've calmed down, you're on terra firma I guess you're on Uh, terra firma Well,
1: I think that's only right That Frank gets the first question then, Tony Go on then Uh, Starting us off, Tony If progress is finishing bottom Of the group with no wins in five games What does failure look like to you? Ah, indeed. Do you think that's failure? Me? If you're going to couch it like that? The, I suppose the, the glib answer would be finishing bottom of the group with no wins in six, but also playing absolutely shocking for all six games, is what I would say. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's been true for Celtic. No. I I, I I wouldn't dress
0: it up as failure. I would dress it up as, the guy said, disappointed because they thought they would uh, have more points and they had dreams of going through, but I guess uh, dreams mm-hmm. of going through in reality are completely and utterly different. Yeah, the reality of playing in the Champions League has bitten home for Celtic, indeed. Wouldn't call it failure, though, because they've competed in every game. Gone mm-hmm. Hill were a pot-four team. Odds we finished fourth unless we performed to a match. Unfortunately, we didn't. They performed to their max at certain stages in games, John, but just didn't do it for consistently for 90 minutes in every game. But Mm -hmm. as the manager said as well, this is a young team, that have to grow into competitions like this. We spoke about it yesterday, keeping the nucleus of that team together and the manager, and you hope that the experience benefits you long-term. And that, I think Graham McGarry wrote something earlier saying that you can turn that progress into progression. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Celtic want to do. Failure, I think, is a bit harsh, Frank, but
1: again, you're entitled to your opinion, but I think failure is a bit too strong. Pete McGee agrees with you, Tony. He says failure's not the opposite of progress, success is the opposite of uh, failure. And if yeah. anyone thought Celtic would win the, the, the Champions League, do you want to be very frank? I don't think he's suggesting that people thought yeah. we were going to win the, the Champions League, just that maybe in his opinion, the way that it's yeah. panned out can't be considered progress. Now, I said yesterday, and we can you know, the three of us all agreed that. There, there is progress to be to be had, and it's, yes. I probably agree with Pete McGee. It's, it's not so much black and white. It's not binary. It's not just oh, yeah. you've not won your games, therefore there's no positives, positives to take at all. I don't see it like that. So disappointed, we, obviously. Don't get me yeah, wrong. But disappointed but with the, the way that it's panned out in terms of results. It that, doesn't make for good uh, reading. We get that, but failure. Um, um, I don't class
0: it as failure per se because I think everything was going to be a learning curve for Celtic in this competition. Uh, William Lamont I had a comment there from William Lamont but he was, what was he saying Tony competing not good enough if we can't even win one game at home, Kyogre right off the boil I don't disagree with that, I, I said it in my piece the other day, sometimes being competitive is not enough, you need something else and yeah but I don't think it's
1: failure
0: mm. I I, uh, I good first question Frank <laughs> Kirsty O'Connor well said Tony we got the league so one step at a time yeah and I, Georges Jack Marcus referred to that didn't he yep Went after uh, the disappointment of being knocked out of Europe when he said well we've got a league to win because we want to be back in it the next year and winning games so I think the guys feel that maybe they didn't do themselves justice in terms of points performances were okay up to a point but they want to take that step and win matches in the champions league so the only way yeah. you can do that is to become as angie poster crockley referenced, a champions league qualifying team every year
1: they want to be in there every year yep buckled be basically saying along those lines Starting the laptop coming in saying we're making progress experience money into the war chest, and are raising the profile that's a basis for future success I, again i agree with that yeah you, the thing is i think you're allowed to be disappointed with the fact that the celtic are going to finish bottom of the group haven't won a game yeah, and um still acknowledge that you can see the road that you're on. I don't think that you need to be one or the other. I think you can say both is true. You're disappointed with the way that it's planned out in terms of results, but you can see what's happening or yeah. what you, you hope's going to be happening with this experience in the in, under your belt. You know what I mean? Throw this one at you, Sean, from the Retro Celtic. Morning, Retro
0: Celtic. How you doing? Regular contributor. Sean, Tony, how many signings do we need in January to progress?
1: How many? I don't know. Um, it depends on the injury situation come January, I think, but the squad, as it stands, is, is pretty strong. There's been a lot of injuries, and they've still, for the most part, managed fine. Um, 10 out of 11 wins in the league, that's the winning game, the only blip. Europe, we've, talk, I mean, we've talked at length about Europe in the last last couple of days, But and indeed at the start of this show as well, but can't be ignored that in Europe is where I think the injuries did show terms of not having McGregor, not having Carter Vickers, not having Jota, sometimes not having more than one of them at the same time, despite that, most of the performances, maybe in fits and starts, but still most of the performances (coughs) you can take positives from and all that, so if everybody's fit, I think there's only maybe one or two that you need um, to supplement it, that depends on, suppose, who becomes available to you and the injury situation, would you think, Tony?
0: I've said this before, every manager's always two players sort of a good team, (laughs) (laughs) two minimum, Probably four max. I still mm. think we need another, in fact,
1: another defender, midfielder, and a striker. I'll, I'll go three. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of answers one of these questions here Was uh, Andrew Gillia, what positions do you think Ansposter Coggle will look to strengthen next window? So, would you say they're a striker, a, a defender, a striker, uh,
0: a midfielder, and a striker? Yeah, I, I a centre
1: back. Yeah. A would Aye. you loan, Steve, loan Stephen welsh out if you bring another centre back yeah keep them most
0: definitely i think you can rotate between carter vickers against starfield when he come back and remember starfield's been injured too for the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. but i still think we need another one a, a dominant center half there as well because right. we have league, we have leak goals sean you spoke that about is. the concession of goals so i just think maybe somebody who can get you those clean seats that you crave you know, I think like,
1: I think the guys there can get them, I just think there's, it's just, you know, I, just I, don't, a, I don't disagree with that either, but laugh.
0: they haven't, that's the bottom no, line they haven't recently no. And midfield, um, I still think we need an enforcer, don't we, to let guys I well, You're negating Matt O'Reilly when you play him there Because I still think his best work the other night was when he advanced forward
1: I agree with that, I don't and, think you need an enforcer because you've now not got European football You don't need football. one in domestic football that's the thing, you don't need yeah,
0: it. But that that, that brings me to this
1: do, for Gary McGill. We need an, an enforcer. That brings me to that for Gary McGill. to that style of by
0: well, European football comes back. Do you
1: think you Abelgard
0: have... will ever start? <laughs> we spoke about that off air before we came on, didn't we? Yeah. Aye. Um, I'm hopeful, but I don't know. Is there a trust issue there? Is he, <sighs> is he unfit? The manager watches him
1: every day in training. He I think a he's going to I yeah, so he's uh, struggling for fitness. A handful of games in April, May. Aside, he hadn't played since December last year, so yeah. and no preseason. And top of that, signed right at the end of the window and stuff. So I think it's probably still that. He played nearly sixty minutes, fifty-five minutes or something, when Callum McGregor went off injured, yeah, um, in that Leipzig game. And even by the end of those 50-odd minutes, fifty odd minutes, 60 odd minutes, he was. It looked a bit gone. So I think it's maybe just fitness. That said, there is an, an argument that if you were ever going to play him, would it not have been in the games that Callum McGregor was injured for to avoid having to put Matt, Matt O'Reilly out of his right. natural habitat? But you never know. It Maybe just, I don't know, I think it's fitness. But
0: I, I, I can only assume it's fitness. And as I say, the manager, what he tells you he watches these guys every day in training and he picks teams based on... Mm. Uh, who he thinks will win football matches, so if Abelgarb can't contribute the way the manager wants, then he's not going to play, is he? Mm. I think we're all desperate to see what he can bring to the table, and probably like to see him start, but
1: there's a reason there the, why he's not starting, and I trust the manager's judgement on that. So. Mm. Speaking of Matt O'Reilly, uh, Beach Boys, we have quite a lengthy comment here, but says he would like to know what the UEFA delegate gets to drink prior to the games. Because he doesn't think, basically, that Matt O'Reilly was the best player in the park. He obviously got the UEFA delegates man of the match. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Tony? Did you agree with the man of the match selection? Or... No, not at all. I'm going to ask Beach Boys who he thought was man of the match. He's, at, he's already he's one step ahead of you here, Tony. Right, uh, okay. Because <laughs> Pete McG asked him, I think, or, or right. says to him. So Beach Boys says either Greg Taylor, Maurice Jens, uh, Yordos Yakimakis, or possibly... Yosyp uh, Juravlevich or Joe Hart will perform better. I'm going to
0: slice off the the second part of that sentence. Uh, Taylor Jensen, Jacka for me, you highlighted Jensen. You gave him an eight, and you gave Jacka Marcus an eight in your mm-hmm. player ratings. I was tempted to go with Jacka just because mm-hmm. I'm I like Jacka Marcus, and I thought he put in a brilliant shift, and mm-hmm. he actually looked really good with a ball at his feet. At Tim yes, yep, the yep. one he turned and hit just after he'd scored, the mm-hmm. keeper made a save. I just thought it was brilliant striker play. The, long, the long ranger You you highlighted that in the ninety second minute, he smashed I, I, that one off the post, but I, he was still going at it. Oh, he was, he was still he was still at aye. it. Right, okay, aye. when he accounted, but that doesn't matter. The
1: way that I, I no, that's fair the way, that the, one,
0: one, it, it? And, the way that he approached it, the way that he approached it. But also the one he slipped into Kyogo. Yep, Me, you're talking about these two guys not being able to play in the same team. They can play in the same team, and that was a wee glimpse of what you could get. I think Mm. the reason that it didn't work for a wee bit on the night, but then when it did start to come to risk and they started to to click a wee bit, is because they haven't played in the same team. Mm. Good strikers have always got great movement. They will eventually link up, and they will eventually form a partnership, right? In my opinion. Because they've got great movement, and all they want to do is score goals. So in order to do that, they get into the position to score goals. And I just thought the subtlety of that wee depth kind of uh, pass to Kyogo was something like, you know, they, they, they will get on the same wavelength the more they play. Now they have mm. to play. Again, that's up to the manager. I'd love to see the two of them play together. I said to you before we came on here, 4 3 one, two, but effectively a four three three right. You're not doing too much to we play Kyogo behind. Jackie and but still central so the two of them can work off each other mm. and I know it might be controversial or hands might not see it that way that's fine it's purely up to the manager but I think in that instance Kyogo of last season would have buried that in his sleep he would have took another touch he would have walked around the goalkeeper he would have he would have taken a better touch even if he had it first time he would have guided it in the way he did against Ferns Faros mm. from Jota's pass you know so I think comment I said earlier Kyogo's slightly off the boil. I think we can all recognise that. So what do you do? You either let him play through it or you rest and rotate him. Again, the manager, it's his call. But I think everybody was excited when they saw the line-up against mm-hmm. Shaka to see what the two of them can bring to the table.
1: You gave Kyogo a seven. You gave him a seven for a reason. I gave him a seven because he was played out of position and he, I thought he'd done all right you with say, that caveat. Okay? I, I, like with Matt O'Reilly, I think... His better He's better kind of parts of that game came when he was in a more natural place for him, which was slightly further forward. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. But he did actually bring like you know what he's like up front. He pressurizes people, he's very cerebral in the way that he moves. He brought that to his midfield role. He did, he was moving really well. Yeah. Sometimes he actually showed cause sometimes because he's not on the ball a lot when he plays up front, I think sometimes it's forgotten that he did just to play wide. So he is actually not bad with the His feet. And he, he used that to good effect in midfield once or twice where he drove past somebody and played a, a decent pass into mostly Hatati. But I suppose the the flip side of that is I think you could tell that he was a striker playing in a kind of unfamiliar midfield yeah, type. Role. Yeah, yeah. I know he almost did a free one where he could go forward more, but I think that impacted the way that his midfield partners played. So there's a trade off there. And I would almost be intrigued to see it happen in the league just yeah. to see what domestic opponents make of that, because they might not be able to cope with it. But then I, who do you yes. displace Moy's been coming into the team, all that kind of stuff. So,
0: I think, as I said, the movement I think would be able to beat most domestic opponents. You're taking a mm. step up in class in Europe, and those two were still <laughs> learning how to play against each other. But if you played them domestically, I think that a lot of teams would struggle domestically against the likes mm-hmm. of both Kyogo and a uh, Jackie Macis in the side. And I think Jackie Macis has earned his chance to start regularly now. Up front, mm. I call it the number nine. I know Hack which is number nine, but I'm talking about centre forward. Yeah. and I, I, you know, one chance the other night buried it. Brilliant, you know, the ball broke. No no messing in the net. He was involved in more or less everything attacking wise that was good about Celtic. And he has just a handful, and as your old old man used to say, he rumbles up defenders. Mm-hmm. And I like that. You know, he can and he any grabby <coughs> with a ball at his feet, as he's shown right? He can pass, he can play guys in, he can hold them off with strength so um, I'm a big Jack and Marcus fan and I don't have a downer on Kyogo. i said to you before uh, whoever he plays I'm happy with uh, I like Kyogo but I think the two of them are natural strikers and I think they get into natural striking positions so I think it would be beneficial having two of them on the pack. That, mm-hmm. that's, I've, I've always thought that but again I bow to the manager's knowledge and the way he picks his teams, but I think mm-hmm. the other night it, it took us all by surprise.
1: But it was a, it was a neat surprise. Mm-hmm. And I think your player I think people get game. excited. Think there was going to be a four four two, but it, it just there wasn't four. It wasn't a four yeah. four two. It was. Um, yeah. I mean, the when he played um I can't remember what game it was now. But I'd I even tweeted out. I thought it was a four two three one. He was going to, and he said himself after it, there wasn't a system change. It was just different people in different roles. It was still a four-three-three and all that. Xabi was further back. I basically done the same the other night. Kyogo brought a different profile, as Ange likes to say, brought a different profile to that midfield three. Whether you think the trade-off was worth it at that level of Champions League might depend on the result. I would argue, I, I do think he done all right. I, I really do think he'd done all right in there, and uh, for that reason, I wouldn't mind seeing it happening again in domestic football just to see the way that it works out. If you know what I mean. Well- but My whether he does it or not, I don't know. Aye. My answer to Wally Lamont is yes. Hmm.
0: I'd like to see the Touring play against Levy on Sunday again uh, and see hmm. where they can go with that because Livingston's always been traditionally difficult, hasn't it? Uh,
1: yep, aye. Um, I'll be ah. doing the, the usual, the, the lowdown and all that, the form guide and stuff like that. And, uh, it wasn't hard because we talked about Armandville quite a lot last season um yeah. they obviously won the last game at Almondville. Yeah. remember the the beat 1-3-1 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. one, one and all that very very big one in my opinion um before that hadn't won since 2007 but yeah. obviously and i don't like saying since 2007 because lovingston won in the league for nearly 11 years or yeah. something like that so it's kind of it's kind of glib to be saying oh yeah, right. since 2007 yeah. even though it's strictly speaking true but it was only like five games at Almondville something which for celtic don't get me wrong for celtics a long a long stretch without winning against someone, somewhere, Um, but mostly due to Livy's absence since the top flight, but it's a hard place, you're not wrong, it is a hard place to go, Livingston this season, it's proved it the weekend, I know Rangers have have not been playing well at all, but Livy still went to Ibrox and were leading for 94 minutes, so it will be a hard game, but, and you've kind of mentioned, you might write something on it, but, George or attitude in the aftermath to, to the Champions League disappointment, <laughs> I would like to think we would like to think speaks volumes for the the way that they're going to approach that game, and hopefully the result they're going to get from it to lay down a wee bit of a yeah, yeah. not a marker, but you know what I mean. Just say, listen, we're not letting that get to us. Yep. I uh, and William, if you're
0: asking, I see. I've I've said I would play both, but if you're asking if it's one or the other, then I'm going with George's Jacky at this moment in time.
1: Right, that's that changed with Alan Robertson's comment. Then, oh, sorry, um, Charlie McGarvey's comment saying there can be no argument. That I think there is an argument, I think it all depends, but that there can be no argument against Yakima, being Celtics' number one striker now, Kyogo needs far too many chances to score now. Tony, we sat here about a year ago and says Kyogo's going to be one of the guys where he's going to frustrate us because he's going to miss a sitter every, every couple of games. I guess I just it, Sean did or not? Mm-hmm. when I say he should so. have
0: scored six.
1: When he got mm-hmm. three against Dundee or no. whoever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong, Tony. Still eight goals and an assist. And he's played the equivalent of just under 11 games. I mean, it's still a great record, but it's by his own high standards. Yeah. He's been judged. And it's with the caveat of George Orshakamakis doing it every time he's on the park, basically. So these are mm-hmm. the kind of pressures he's going to need to deal with to retain his space, his spots. Yeah, without a doubt. And I said, I, I don't
0: have... Uh, I don't have any kind of downer on Kyogo because I really like Kyogo. I just think strikers for him dips every now and again, doesn't
1: it?
0: Mm-hmm. His, I, and said after the middle game, you know, Kyogo scored for the first time in eight games, but you know what it's like when you're a striker, if you don't score, it's the end of your world mm-hmm. type thing, you know, so sort to of that. And I guess for a lot of Celtic supporters, that's what it feels like. And kind of, oh, he's no scoring, you know, getting really uptight. So I'm sure it's no to a lack of trying, but. I think you saw a striker the other night being put through on goal who's just not at the sharp end or bringing his A-game at this mm-hmm. minute. He will, he will rediscover it, of course he will. He's too good a player for it not to happen. But you know, it's, it's moments like that where the Kyogo of old, if you want to call it that, you yeah. know, a more lethal Kyogo would have buried it in his sleeve. Even they were bothered, it would, it would have came naturally to him. So strikers go through these patches, and sadly for Kyogo at the minute, it's a wee rough patch. And on that basis, I would have Georges Jackie Marcus as a starting striker for the foreseeable future. But not that's not to say that the, that won't change.
1: No, I think that's a fair point. Uh, I think it's, it's almost the ultimate compliment for Jakimakis that Ange felt I don't want to drop him for this massive Champions League game. So instead no, no. of... Instead of dropping him, I'll actually ask you to play slightly out of position. Is that, is that if anything, an even bigger compliment to Jakimantis?
0: Well, you know my thoughts on these things, Sean, and I, you get fed up with me saying it, but I I want to play my best eleven and your best players, right? Mm-hmm. And good managers will always find a way to shoehorn you know good players into your team. And I know it goes against And the Green of Ange to play the two of them in the same team, but he clearly thought highly of Giacomacchus' performance, as you say, not to drop him. So what does he do? He accommodates Kyogo in the team because he wants to play the two of them. He felt that a game of that magnitude needed the two of them because they needed to win and he thought, well, these are my two potent goal scorers. So, yeah, get them in the team. He came up short, granted, but Giacomacchus has scored to put Celtic one up and he's laid a chance on for his partner. To, to win the match, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. I know they missed a sitter and all that, but if Kyogo scores that, Celtic win the match, don't they? So, I, I, I think so. I certainly to, think so. To, eh. to a point, it's paid off, isn't it, in terms mm-hmm. of that's what he wanted. He wanted those guys in the team to create the chances and to score them, as he said before the game. So, he, he can't legislate for Kyogo missing an absolute sitter. So, I, I think, to a point, it worked. You know What he wanted to do, so I I think as you, as you rightfully say it is a compliment to Jack mm-hmm. to say, look, you're my starter. And I think it's a I think it's a, a just reward for the way Jacomakis has played.
1: Mm-hmm. Jacky Marcus
0: has also bided his time and you know he's like he's not short of a few words. <laughs> he, he, he hasn't gone away to speak to the Greek press and say, I'm upset that I'm not playing. And mm-hmm. That kind of thing. He understands because the manager spells it out and tells them all. You're going to play. I'm mm-hmm. going to need you. You know, I'm going to, you know, the old Mafia Don, I'm going to call upon you to do me a service at some <laughs> point. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but, you know, in the games coming up, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to rely on you, so be ready. And Giacomacchus, and I have to praise his attitude for that because I can't be anything more frustrating for a player like Giacomacchus. He's bursting to play, he's bursting to score. Mm. Every time he's on that pitch, he's giving you 100 and as you see, right up to the ninety-second minute, where he throws a guy out the road to slam that one against the post. Okay, he failed him, but it was a desire to win a football match that I liked. You can't tell yeah. me that's nah, that's, I... progress, that's progress in the sense where you are aware of your surroundings and aware of what you're trying to do in a must-win game. How many strikers would have went? Ah, oh, well, we ain't bother contesting it. The, the, the game's up. Yeah. You know, he I was quite like
1: that attitude from a few of them, Matt O'Reilly. As much as I agreed with Beach Boys, I don't think he was the man of the match. I don't think he had a great game. Um, and as I said in my ratings, and you, you mentioned earlier, I think he's, it's no coincidence his best moments came further forward when he got the chance to go further forward. But he did want to take that responsibility on. He, what, you could see he wanted to take mm-hmm. on. Um, so he kind of knock him for that. Uh, and after the game, same as Yakimakis the two of them were that you could... You could it was palpable you could feel how much it had, it had got to them that they hadn't like, quite managed to get that one uh, but even in the closing stages of the match he was out at his feet already and he was still trying to push forward for that uh, and yeah. to get that goal that he needed. so I, I agree with that attitude with Marcus. i think it was there with O'Reilly and a, a good few of them to be honest um well while, while you were talking there i looked up a couple of stats just when um, charlie says about needing too many chances and stuff so uh, Yakimakis, a goal or an assist this season every 106.5 minutes takes three and a half shots a game. This might surprise you, right? Kyogo, a goal and assist every hundred and eight point three minutes, so not much in it, and takes two point eight shots a game, so takes fewer shots. Now obviously there's different things in there where you can say, well, Kyogo maybe starts more. Yakimakis has got to contend with coming on to a game that he didn't start in, all that kind of stuff. Um potentially that Kyogo might get better chances and not take them, whereas Jakimakis maybe takes the better ones that he gets, all that kind of stuff. But nonetheless, that's the, that's the kind of best stats for those two. Beach Boys says this, and
0: I mean, to agree with us, that I think Kyogo is ideal for the number 10 position. I said playing behind, mm. Yakimakis, but centre, you know, and enthusiasm, if nothing else, kicks off the press in front of goal. It's not happening for just now, but class is permanent form is temporary. I agree mm. with that, and I think, I saved that. Hugo's too good a player for it not to come
1: back, and I still think there's a role for him there. Especially That's Jack kind of what he was doing in, in the that, Tuesday. Yeah, it was. when you play, you play as a kind of right-sided Ange 8, if you want to put it that yeah. way. There's elements at 10 anyway, because Celtic are so yeah. attacking, but it was, was him, it was him to try to kick off the press and stuff, and he, he is, he is probably, Beach Boys is right, he is suited to that. He likes yeah. doing that. So. Play him as close to
0: Jack and Marcus as possible, though, so he can get those... But the then you're just trying to turn easy. it into
1: a four-four-two for me. But but you're not is because you need, cause that impacts what happens with the other two midfielders, which know, is fine for domestic football to be honest, because you're all going to end up in the opponent's half yeah. anyway. So it's, it's, it's a move point for Champions League. But yeah, it's not a
0: four-four-two per se, but you know what I mean. What but but I, I, I you're trying to do, you're
1: trying to get them up there. I a, don't man, get the get the goes, but. Nah, no. it's 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 a fair point Beach Boys makes and I do think he, he was kinda trying to do that and he's he's kinda midfieldy type though in, in Tuesday. And again, if if it's domestic football, you're in the opponent's half most of the time. Usually on the past networks, it's just the two centre backs and Joe Hart that are in their own half and even sometimes the centre backs on there in their own half. So with that, they've you've got the the kind of freedom for if you are playing him as one of the midfielders, he's going to be further forward anyway, because Matt O'Reilly often has the right-sided centre mid the, the kind of right-sided, he's often when you see him, he's average positions are way up sometimes he's average positions ahead of Kyogo yeah. so you've the got that team. license in an Ange yeah. team if you are one of those so
0: yep retro Chelsea and Tony Ange won't change system. I know he won't <laughs> I'm just talking about getting best out of personnel that are there, that's not yeah. I know it's still a 4-3-3 in my mind, you know what I mean. Well, mm-hmm. Four, three, one, two. But you know what I mean. It's still a four-three-three three, uh, in the way he plays. But because uh, he said before, he can tweak it,
1: can't he? Yep. Last uh, question on strikers, right, Tony? We're we'll trying because we've talked about them two for ages now. But Alan Robertson, I flashed up earlier by accident. But it's what's the priority? right, But we've already spoke about that. But it's the next part. He wants an additional striker specifically in case. Yakimakis or Kyogo gets injured. Is that something you you want yourself? Is that something you think you you need to
0: look at? Yeah, a defender, midfielder, and a striker. I I will, Celtic have suffered with Yakimakis and Kyogo both getting injured at different times and having to rely on uh, the other, either or, to fill in that void. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. another striker would not go amiss. Who that striker is, I'll come back to you and and also see what price bracket Celtic so are shopping in a market they're shop, shopping in so yeah
1: but yep. I'll have a think about that but yeah I'm not averse to another striker here coming in definitely right Tony Kieran no one speaks about the void left by Tom Rogic. need a magician for moments of magic now I said pre-season you agreed the Tom Rogic replacement's already there Matt O'Reilly but yeah. obviously right now Matt O'Reilly's playing deeper yeah. because Callum McGregor got injured, which is just part and parcel of what's happened with the injury situation. But I take it we're still in agreement that if everybody's fit, and this will come to the next question that um that I think it was Beach Boys asked. But if everybody's fit, are you still in agreement that the midfield threes Callum McGregor, Rail Hatate, Matt O'Reilly? Yeah. So I don't
0: that's uh, at
1: that's
0: at this moment in time until we sign Another midfielder who going to walk straight into the side. At mm. this moment in time, I don't see any midfielders walking straight into the side. So, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, yep. Lupe, Lupe, come on now. Sacrilege. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. CC in
1: Alan Morrison on that one because he will not
0: be happy. Okay, uh, Listen, I see what you're seeing or you're not seeing with O'Reilly. I'm, I'm just curious because everybody yeah. knows my thoughts on O'Reilly.
1: Before, before I throw up Beach Boys' comment, I've put Mark Ease up, which says he wants to see more of Turnbull now that he's fit. He looks sharp in his limited minutes against Shakhtar. Obviously, an ill-timed injury for Turnbull again, but I expect him to get some game time between now and the World Cup, Tony.
0: Yeah, and he likes the bull, doesn't he? He's he does, I uh, referencing and saying that David Turnbull's really, he's very self-analytical and self-critical. So if mm-hmm. Turnbull's not contributing then Kind of beats himself up about that and the yeah. manager kind of tells himself, you know, put yourself some slack. But yeah, I think Tumble's just been really, really unfortunate, hasn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: And I think someone called him injury prone uh, in an earlier pod mm.
1: you know,
0: and I kind of took issue with that. But I think he's just really unlucky. But there comes a point in time where you have to say to yourself, right, hopefully you can make a valid contribution and it's, mm. you know, you get a consistent run mm. of game time without. You know, getting injured or breaking down again. and I, I wish that for Tumble
1: because
0: uh-huh. I, I think highly of him as a footballer and I think he still has a valid contribution to make to the Celtic team. You saw when he came on against Rangers when he scored the fourth goal, took it no bother. I mean, it was just uh-huh. one touch out his feet, bang, it was in the net, you know, so and he has uh, looked sharp and glimpses when he's came on and stuff, so again, it's another option, isn't it? But I just hope that he's got that fitness and strength back and and he does get more game time because I think he's an asset moving forward.
1: Right, off the back of that, I presume he's not going to feature in this question, even though it was praise uh, there. But Beach Boy says, Tony and Sean, when all these games come down into the new year with the title at stake, what is your strongest 11 from the squad just now? Right, I'm going to add another one onto that. Strongest 11 from the squad just now with everybody fit and on top form. So there's no injuries, no no hunt. Everybody's fi- Everybody's firing. I take it. I take it. Right. We'll, you're we'll take it, Position by position. I don't. That's Joe Hart, I suppose. I can go, Joe Hart. I right. You're not going. You're not going to hit me with oh, secrets, no. So.
0: No, no, no. It's like,
1: back four.
0: Shuranovic and
1: Iranovic uh, and Taylor. Yeah. And you're going Carter Vickers. <laughs> Jens? I'll go Jens, I. I think the last few weeks he's seriously seriously won me over after the way the way that he bounced back from that first Leipzig game where I was really critical. I thought he was exceedingly poor actually, with his decision making and, and the way that he played the game. To bounce Starfield. back from that and the way that he has the last few weeks has really impressed me. So when Starfield comes back, I think Jens has got <coughs> the, the jump on him with the technical aspect of playing Celtic centre back. Okay. So you and then we've already called him midfield midfield three. Gepard, Patsy, O'Reilly, yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, we'll yep. the,
1: the front right. three. front three. Then, do you like mm. me to go first? Go on in. Jota, Kyogo, Haksabanovic. Okay, and that is me betraying my man uh, Dyson Maeda there. So, I just think Haksabanovic, if he's fit and firing, I think he will be one of the best players in the league, personally. But well, I, uh, I'll go
0: Jota, Jacky
1: Oh, he's done Hats- it, he's done Hats- it. Banovic. Fair enough, eh? Fair enough,
0: eh? Uh, okay. But I wouldn't be averse <laughs> to putting Kyogo in there, because I know he likes Kyogo, so, and I like Kyogo too, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I think out of, if you're talking about fully fit team, the only one I would rotate and all of that is Kyogo and Jack and Max. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh-huh.
0: So I, uh, but yeah, I like big Jack because I just think he offers something, something mm-hmm. different. And I and I and I love Kyogo too, so I I'm always torn between those two. I guess like the manager is every other week, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, but eh, if pushed further, I would even think about putting Kyogo and Jack and in the team.
1: So would you drop them for him?
0: From? I would drop Haksabanovic
1: and play Kyogo off the right, or is that a wee shape change again?
0: I play Kyogo. Change. Oh, eh, but Jota all day with those two, Kyogo and Jakimakis so uh, mm-hmm. if everybody's fit and filing I, I would love to see that team play so.
1: Retro Celtic coming in with a wee bit of Haxabanovich love saying he loves watching them should it be a first choice I mean I, I genuinely think you're still yet to see the best of them and he yeah. already impressed me So, and that's in a couple of different positions, left, right, centre I've really it enjoyed has, watching them he has not he's still but, every aside in tuesday he has impressed
0: but i still think he he starts brightly but fades a lot in games retro celtic boo tony booty boo to what retro celtic let me let me in on that one um mm. uh, is he talking about kyogo and Jackie i don't know Michaels, i'm right? not sure need to clarify yeah. that you <laughs> can clarify that for me that's fine <laughs> yeah but gents over Starfield all day says William Lamont. see Starfield's. felt uh, I'm really interested to see what Starfield comes back like once he's fit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that he can rediscover the form he showed towards the end of last season. But uh, Pete McGee comes in. Can't pick a starting 11. That's what's so enjoyable about watching Celtic these days. Try doing it every game, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Being made to look a fool on social media. Because you're trying to sit guess the manager. Uh no, and I do like Haxabanovich. I think he's shown up in fits and starts, but in glimpses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, as I say, I think he can start brightly and, and fades a wee bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Other times he, he's he been on it, you know, for, for the full game. So, yeah. Dropping Haxabanovich yeah, to get Gigi and Kogo and Tony. Okay. That's all right. right okay. okay right, right, all right. All right. Well, hey, come on, Retro, it's all about opinions. I, I, I take yours on board. I, I, I like it. See, that's the thing, as Pete McG says, it's very hard to to see see who you would accommodate for various people. But Sam Hartley prefers Haksabaniovich on the wing. Here,
1: I, uh, I I quite liked him in that midfield. I, Ford, I quite like him in midfield. I must admit, I, I, I think he's just one of those players that's he's one of those guys. He's just going to play well regardless of where you play him. I'd like to see him settle into a position, maybe for a run again just to see because he's still hit the back of the net and stuff but he's made he's made contributions and against Shakhtar despite the fact I said his set pieces were, were poor he was still by far the most creative Celtic player he had four yeah. key passes everybody else never get any more than two I don't think so
0: I'm laughing at this retro Celtic. Comes back in all of it my opinion Tony well certainly yesterday yes indeed the Frank Brennan comes in with this one Sean people were talking about JJ's a 25 million pound type and we're never going to get that. Now his price has dropped to 15 million and there still won't be a two-long Kerrydale seat to buy him. Mm. I think your old here said and he wrote on a Celtic Digest piece about yep. uh, a bit, uh, 12 to 15 million would get you a seat at a table. And I remember being lambasted for that by being told he was a 25, 30 million pound player. Stand by what I said and I think, and you're not going to believe this, but I think for once I'm going to agree with Frank on that one. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, I, you don't need to win me over. Remember, we sat here and spoke about it before you wrote that digest piece, which you took a lot of flack for Tony. I didn't think it was deserved, but um and I'd I'd that I'd, 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 I'd that checklist that I tend to do if I'm looking at a price member. The one O'Reilly ticks every single box Yeah, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niranovich yeah. ticked a couple, but not all of them. The age stuff, he's all the players ever gonna be, all that kind of stuff. Ah, I, I think it, I even I think never wrote it i said it on here i think i've even went as low as 10 to get you get you on the table yeah, you yeah, took yeah. flat for saying 12 i think didn't you yeah i yeah um i just I, I think there's got to be a dose of realism with it and i never I, I would never agree that he's a 25 30 million player it's just not there for me um but he's a very good player yeah. so but as i say you pay for you you sell for what um people think he's worth what they bid and um
0: yeah
1: as i always say if it's a premier league team you add on another couple of million anyway so yeah Yes. Why should we sell GG? No, I'm not advocating we
0: sell them. I was just Frank made a comment about them, so I was responding. Uh, no, I, 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 as and I said yesterday, team I, team
1: team team I think it's it's massively important. It's yeah. one of the world. Uh, as I said yesterday, I think it's massively important yeah. that you try and yeah. keep as much of this team together as possible to really learn the lessons from next years Champions League. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: That is,
1: you're, you're, the only way
0: you're going to progress is to show. That you have learned lessons from last year, or oh, sorry, this year, if you can win the title and get back in again. So, yeah, I totally agree with that.
1: Totally. Wow,
0: well, that's forty minutes, Sean. Yep. And you guys have set the agenda, top agenda as well. It's been, uh, been quite entertaining. That I've enjoyed yeah, talking good to. Stuff, you like. We'll we'll preview the Livingston game in depth tomorrow, guys. Uh, but no, thank you. There's lots of optimism abound there, despite going out of Europe in midweek and yep. uh, just remind you Sean's done there, we're more than just a podcast you know you get access to everything on the website, everything that's written, it's a pound for two months of full access, if you hit that button w dot, try that again, eh, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe you know what to do to join us every day you'll see the pods in but uh, as ever there's some wonderful writing on the, on the website it's Enjoyable, there's something there for everybody. Pound a month for two months. Sorry, a pound for two months. Down for two months, sorry. Yes, indeed. Www. better than what you say. Better. UK. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But we'll be back tomorrow, same back channel, to talk about Celtic and see if they can go to Livingston and win Andrew Gallia. The show is too short, Tony. <laughs> that's,
1: that's very kind. Always leave them wanting more, Tony. Yeah, yeah we'll
0: try give you what you want and then before not be too overbearing as they say, uh, but there you have it. Sean, as always, first class contribution, enjoyed that bud, thank yes. you to everybody for setting the agenda today, that was excellent, we yep. should
1: do that more often Sean, I think. We you staple, on. we're not going to have your <laughs> Champions League game to dissect on a, a Thursday night. That's very true, that's very true, that could become a, thurs,
0: a Thursday staple indeed, but we'll end the broadcast here, we'll see you tomorrow. Langston preview in full. All the best, guys. Have a top Thursday. Sean, thanks very much.
1: Cheers, Tori. Cheers, Trips.